Hi, this is Argonit. 3.8K MMR Dota 2 player focused on career role. This is going to be a review of my games that I play on Twitch. On Twitch uh, today. And uh, it's going to be six games. Luna, Jakiro, Ricky, Troll Warlord, Juggernaut and Beaver. Let's start with Luna. So, I was playing Luna and I was supported by... I was supported by Warlock. Playing against uh, Windranger and Bounty Hunter. At the beginning, I I leveled up my first spell just to prevent Bloodseeker, not Bloodseeker, Bounty Hunter going on my support and just running him down. That's uh, just a slow, just a little detail to it. I was going for standard build, so circlet, slippers of agility, two iron branches, and two tangos. But now here comes the change. I knew that we want to win in early game. We have Beastmaster, Warlock, Luna, Ember Spirit, and Zeus. And we are playing against Anti-Mage. So we wanted to push really fast. So I tried something new. So, finishing my right band, going for Headdress, and Helm of Dominator. So I can take one creep and uh, go with it, go push with it. And if I take Centaur, it will be super. It will be harder for Windranger to kill me with uh, just Checker Shot and her ultimate. So it was a nice way to protect myself. And also there is there is AA playing against me. So some form of lifesteal wouldn't be that valuable in a team fight if he focused on me. So I went for this one. So Helm of Dominator, Right Band and Power Threats. Going for Yasha for extra movement speed and ability to fight. It's a nice item at uh, this stage. Going for Manta because I was scared of uh, Orchid Malevolence from Invoker and he went for it from enemy Invoker. And going for BKB to survive in the fight and throw some, some spells into it. The problem was uh, that uh, the top lane, the top lane of ours, was lost against that anti-mage. Our Beastmaster with Zeus lost against this AM and he snowballed out of control. And mid laner did the same. So we had uh, we had Ember Spirit against against uh, Invoker, and we kind of lost it. So we lost middle, we lost top lane, and I was decently farmed. I wouldn't call it a win, but I was decently farming. And we couldn't handle that. Handle that. So we lost lost the game with it. I must say, I must tell that uh, in my experience. The Helm of Dominator, it still feels weird to me to play with it. I didn't really feel like I'm more efficient. I didn't utilize my creep properly. I can micro. I mean, I can micro. But uh, I think I was super conscious about the creep. And it made me not focus on farming and on my own efficiency. I think I need some more games with... Uh, with this item to actually get a get a feel of it and figure out how it fits to the overall the overall item build of this hero. Next item, I mean next uh, next game. I was playing Jakiro, supporting uh, my AM and going for standard build. So windlace, magic stick, boots, finishing my magic wand, and going for ghost scepter. Why ghost scepter? There was uh, Windranger against me and Bounty Hunter. In the game, 
usually these two heroes went for me. So enemy, enemy bounty hunter with desolator and orc of venom just run me down in the team fights, and wind ranger could just shackle me and ult, and I couldn't do anything. And she's so fast that I cannot even stun her. So she will just dance around me and kill me with MKB. So I bought the Ghost Scepter. After Ghost Scepter, Yule Scepter. And against us, there is Bounty Hunter, Skyrot Mage, Snapfire, Queen of Pain, and Wind Ranger. So they are kind of squishy heroes against us. And I knew that uh, I can lock them down two times. So if there will be stun from me, then somebody else will follow. For example, our Rikimaru from mid lane with smoke and uh, diffusal blade. Then I can lift them with duels and throw ice path under them. So this was uh, this was my strategy as always. I really like this hero for being annoying in the fight and super useful. You just need to throw spells. And Shakiro is kind of tanky, kind of tanky support who can set, who can defend itself. So we managed to win the game with it. I was just trying trying to throw ice path for max range. So if uh, they wanted to kill me, they really need to commit. And when they commit, I will just use Ghost Scepter and bait them into pet fight. That was my strategy and it worked. Next game, playing Ricky Maru and being supported by Crystal Maiden. I had bad luck because there was Bristleback against me, supported by Sniper. <laughs> so my goal at the lane was to just farm around and try to outfarm the Bristleback. My goal wasn't to kill him, but to survive and farm. My item build. Going for Magic Stake, of course, against Bristleback, Iron Branch, two Tangos, and uh, Cleaning Blade. Finishing my Magic Wand, going for Right Band and Power Threads. Second right band, so I can survive and uh, so I can survive basically their gangs if they decide to. And I have some extra agility, and it helps farming. It helps a lot with it. So I went for it. And diffusal blade. I was thinking about going for Manta because I know that Ember uh, Spirit is really annoying with his shackles, and he can just shackle me and, and wait for some follow up. So having Manta to Dispel that is really useful. To have a choice, you can let it go and be shackled, or you can just dispel it. So, I went for Diffusal Blade because I wanted to be useful for my team in the in early stage of the game. And uh, they have uh, Ember Spirit at the, at the middle, at the offlane, there is Bristleback with Sniper and Safe Lane, PL with Call. Then, right, uh, BKB. I wasn't really sure about what to, what to build because there were so many options what to go. Like Manta is cool, Blacking Bar is cool. I could even go for Basher to be more tanky and uh, have big kill potential. But I think Blacking Bar is a nice choice. I needed something to dispel Shekels and, uh, and being able to fight Kotal if he throws spells on us. So BKB. After BKB, there was Basher. Basher was recommended from uh, from uh, one of my friends, Cypher. From uh, he he just uh, wrote it in uh, in the chat, and I was like, hmm, that's uh, that's not really that's not bad. I felt it's decent decent item choice, but I couldn't I couldn't figure out when I played 
when I played Rookie with this build, I felt like something is missing. And uh, I don't really know what. Because I need so many things. Like Basher, of course. Uh, BKB, of course. Butterfly would be super cool, because uh, Ricky benefits a lot from it. But uh, the sequence of the items was uh, not really... Not really, I don't, I don't think precise, but uh, unsure. I wasn't sure what to buy, what to buy first. So it was kind of, it was kind of messy that item choice. Then uh, we went for Roche. I finished my MKB to be able to fight even, even in uh, Blinding Light, and uh, finishing my Episode Light. We lost the fight, and we, we lost the, the team fight two times, if I'm not mistaken, and then they just pushed everything. And what was what was our mistake? We focused on Bristleback when we went on smoking. Like, can you imagine, your initiator is Ricky and uh, Shaker. When we saw Bristleback, we just jumped on him. We couldn't kill him. He had about 15% of his uh, HP. Then Azalor throw his ultimate and the rest of the team followed. It was a dream scenario for, for them. So I was like, okay, next time when they have this sort of tank, we need to ignore him. We need to really ignore him and going for easy targets, which are super annoying. So Ember Spirit and Coddle would be our targets. Because we can kill them in one stun, we can chain lock them and kill. And if they die, it's super, super good for us. Because they were the most problematic things to deal with, right? As long as Ulte can win the fight. And if we kill him without him using it, it's just cool. So this was a loss. But uh, we need to remember, it's not just about farming. It's uh, the team fight. What's important about uh, team fights and small gangs is to have prepared what are you going to do when X is going to happen. So, for example, we will, we will tell, okay, we are going to Smoke Gang and Ricky is initiating. We will go for Ember Spirit and Coddle. If we see Bristleback, we will just walk out. We will just accept the, the smoke was broken and go back, not initiate on him. And uh, that's something that we should uh, tell ourselves at the beginning of uh, the Smoke Gang and then execute it like a team with, uh, with some discipline. So our fourth game of the night, Troll Warlord. I was playing Troll and I was supported uh, by Cypher, my, my friend, friend Cypher, who played uh, Ogre Magi. We were playing against Solo Necro. You can imagine, he was, we broke him. We broke him at the lane. So at the beginning, we just go, went on him with level one. Uh, my Ogre Magi had uh, Orpo Venom. So we could go on him. I had uh, slow as a troll level level one. So we just bu bullied him out of the lane and denied everything that uh, we could. I went for slippers of agility, two iron branches, two tangos, and quilling blade. So I had enough stats to sustain, not sustain, but uh, to maintain maintain uh, lane balance. I can deny and last it both at the same time. Like, not at the same time, you know, but uh, more efficiently, being faster with uh, these stats, 
which allow me to control the lane and uh, maintain my lane equilibrium. So creeps will stay on in just one spot and the uh, necro cannot contest it. Next item, face boots. I didn't finish my right band, which, which is something I usually do. I went straight for face boots because I had such a great start and I wanted to be threat to necro. So with face boots, I was solo, I could solo kill him. So I was, I had kill potential. So imagine if uh, Ogre went to the lane and we are two against one, he just can't be there. Necro just can't lane against us and he wanted to use it. So then uh, buying Ring of Regen uh, because Necro's aura was kind of annoying at that point and I saw that it's, it's not really nice to see my HP go, goes down just because he's present at the lane. Finishing my right band and going for Battle Fury. I finished my Battle Fury in 14 minutes. In 14 minutes. So 14 minute mark, I had my Battle Fury, went for casual Morbid Mask to be able to farm. Even, even we, if we fight for a little bit, like some small skirmish, but not really killing and not really team fight, I could just walk to the to the jungle and uh, heal back up with uh, the Morbid Mask. Going for Yasha and Sanj. So if I got buffed by Ogre, I used my face boots and I had bonus movement speed, movement speed for, from Sanj and Yasha. Nobody can escape me. Like almost nobody. And Emily can with uh, his ulti probably good, but definitely cannot face me with it. We are playing against Necro on our lane. Mid laner was anti-mage, enemy mid laner. There was uh, Ursa with uh, Crystal Maiden at the top lane, safe lane. And uh, Lycan who went jungle. I had uh, I had Kunkai in the middle, I was supported by Ogre and my offlaners were Pagna with uh, Clockwork. So you can imagine, with Troll, with farm Troll, I was both with Ogre who was behind me and could stun in any, any time, real tanky. I had mid laner who can catch people, I had Pagna who can heal us all and save us with her ulti and use a Troll Blade if it's needed for, for example, if uh, she wants to save someone uh, from Ursa, and we have Clockwork who can initiate or counter initiate. It was super cool, super cool setup for, for us. I went for Satanic and then with combo face boots, right band, Battle Fury, Sentient Yasha, and Satanic, we were pushing. I also bought uh, Besher, but it didn't, uh, my courier didn't uh, bring it to me in time. We just uh, won the game. We just won the game and uh, Without without me dying, actually, we are pushing pushing really nicely, and I think that uh, the good thing about uh, about this game was that we didn't feel overextend. That's the reason why I have zero deaths right here. So when we went pushing, we were all at the same. We were all ready for it, and uh, when we saw okay, it's not time for it. We need to go for Roshan to secure that. We just went back all together. So that's that. That was really nice to experience to be farmed carry. <sighs> Next game, Juggernaut, and I was supported by Rubik. Against us, uh, Winterfyvern with uh, with Tidehunter. These, hmm, how how to say it? It's a really interesting matchup because uh, we have potential to kill them and they have potential to kill us 
So it was, it was, I think, interesting matchup at the lane and pretty balanced. I went for a magic stick because, because of tight. I wanted to try what it feels like. Iron branch to, to tangos and one killing blade. Going for slippers of agility ASAP. So I had it in first minute to be able to, fa to last it much, much better and to have uh, better attack speed than, uh, than tight. So I will just force him to last it uh, creeps with uh, his uh, third spell. So when he use it on creeps, I can then last it his range creep because then he cannot do that because he used the spell. So that's something I did on the, on the lane. Finished my right band, going for magic wand and uh, power threats. I wanted to go for Facebooks first, but uh, then there was a call from my support that I can go for power threats and battle fury build. So we can, I can farm. This game I can farm. And I was like, okay, why not? Why not? I like this strategy, actually. So going for Perseverance, Mithril Hammer, I was so ahead that I could buy Mithril Hammer. And finishing my Battle Fury in 14 minutes. So for 14 minute marks, I had my Battle Fury and I could do something with it. And I decided to farm. But uh, there was an mid laner who was Brute Mother and she owned, she totally dominated our mid laner who was Invoker. So imagine early game Brute Mother against against Invoker, who played strategy with Midas. So he went for Midas playing against Brute Mother, who is focused on early game. So you can imagine how crushed he was at the mid lane. Uh, so after after the Battle Fury, I went for Yasha and Menta. Why? I knew that there is Brute Mother, and uh, most of the times Brute Mother buys or Orchid. So it, would, it wouldn't be really cool to farm and then being jumped by Brute Mother with Orchid Malevolence. So I wanted to be sure that it doesn't, doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So I took, took this one. But we couldn't, we couldn't kill the enemy mid laner. Basically, enemy Brute Mother won the whole game. We, we uh, lost in 28 minute mark. Enemy Brute Mother had 22 kills and 0 deaths. And ending the game with uh, BKB, Aghanim, Desolator, Mask of Madness, Aegis of Immortal, and Divine Rapier. It was uh, soul-handedly won by this, this uh, guy. And last game of the day. So, I picked Weaver. And uh, what was enemy pick? Undying, Sniper, Dezel, PA, and Ursa. So I went for I went for uh, Weaver because I know that when I play Weaver, it's it's really good uh, hero against Undying because you have enough damage to kill him. You take items that uh, Undying don't really like, and you don't care about uh, Tombstone. You can just uh, use your Shikuchi, get to the Tombstone, destroy it. You have passive ability to throw like Gemini attack to throw two hits at once, so you can destroy it really fast. It's really good. And you can kite Ursa. And of course, if there is Sniper, you can just go into the backline because you are fast as hell. So you can go into the backline and kill them. Or find Dazzle, who is hiding somewhere in the backline. It's a really good hero against uh, position-based heroes like Sniper and, uh, and Dazzle. 
So that was that was my pick. At first, I wanted to go to the bottom lane and playing against uh, Sniper and Undying. But then there was a real realization. There was, uh, I noticed one one thing. There is Dazzle and Ursa. I mean Ursa and maybe Dazzle at the at the top lane. Beaver is good laner against Ursa. Beaver can actually win the lane against Ursa. Because you are not scared of being running run down, you just need to be careful about your Shukuchi because if you play use it poorly, they will run you down. But it's in your control as a beaver. So if you get killed as a beaver against Dazzle, it's your fault. I was supported by Techies, and at the, our safe lane there was Patch with Lion. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. Our mid laner Alina. Alina against the against Templar Assassin. At the mid lane. So I went for two iron branches, circlet, slippers of agility, and two tangos. Finishing my right band, sending myself some extra tangos, extra salve, power threads, some sent sentry ward to prevent them from hitting me at the lane. And there comes interesting choice. I was thinking about buying uh, buying Lincoln Sphere because there was Sniper against me and I knew that at some point he will have Aghanim Scepter and they can kill me just because of this random stun from, from afar. So I wanted to be ready for it. Of course I knew that uh, Abyssal Blade on Urza is something else that will be at some stage of the game. So I went for Lincoln Sphere. I was thinking about what, what will I buy? Ring of uh, Health or Voidstone? I went for uh, Ring of Health because I felt like I have enough mana, I wasn't really contested. If I use clarity, they will not break it. So it was a choice for me. Then when I had uh, enough money to buy to buy Voidstone, I actually decided to go Javelin because I had enough mana. If I struggled with mana, I would go for Voidstone. But uh, I saw I have enough mana, so I want to be more aggressive on lane and be able to farm more efficiently. So I went for Javelin. After Javelin, finishing my Maelstrom, when I had uh, around 1000 gold, I was thinking once again, do I have, do I need that Voidstone right now or will I finish my Maelstrom? But at this, the, same, the same time as uh, previously, I didn't really need that mana. I didn't really need that, that, that mana at that point, so I went for Voidstone. I'm really going, going into deep analysis of uh, Beaver, Beaver <laughs> item build. But it's something I really enjoy playing this hero. And if you watch some of my games as the Weaver, I take uh, I take some items that uh, stay same. So for example, Maelstrom every, almost every single game, Lincoln Sphere most of the times, Satanic almost every single game. But the sequence in which I buy that is different in almost every game. So finishing Perservance, then going for Lincoln Sphere. So I have stats and I'm ready for Sniper's, uh, sniper's Aghanim. I also saw that he has uh, three parts of Aghanim, so he was almost ready. I had Lincoln's here before his Aghanim. In about a minute. He got it minute after me. So I was ready to defend myself. And by that time, I went for <laughs> a really big kill streak. And with this kill streak and ability to farm, I had a lot of money. I think I had about 3k with me and I was thinking about hey, what am I going to buy next? 
So I was like, okay, I am really squishy because I have just that LinkedIn sphere. Well, not that, that, that squishy, but I knew that TA is super strong and with Desolator, she, she can just kill me if I get, get stunned by, for example, Ursa's basher, some random basher, I will get killed. So going for Satanic, with Satanic, I could go for more crazy plays. That status resistance is really good against Urza bashes because you have more control over what is happening. You can heal yourself. It's harder to to burst you down from full to zero. So good thing. And then it was super tough because I was like, okay, what am I going to buy next? I'll just quickly check the time. Okay, I have five minutes to finish this, finish this one before the episode will end. So I was like, okay, I need some damage. I need some damage item, for example, for Undying to kill him really fast. And so damage, basically damage, that's, that's the thing. I didn't feel like going for Daedalus right now. It was super, super expensive item by that time. So I went for Monkey King Bar at uh, this point, just according to my feeling. I know it's strong on Beaver. After that, I went for Crystallis to have that spike, to have that uh, really massive power spike that I can use for killing people. I can jump on uh, Dezel and basically kill him in two seconds or force him to use Shellgrave on himself and then focus on some other target in the team fight. Just cool stuff. Finishing my Daedalus. After Daedalus, I went for Hex. Hex is super cool item in the late game. It was one hour in, so we are playing more than one hour. And uh, I don't really need boots when I play Fever. So I went for Hex because I knew if I Hex someone, we can chain stun him and kill him. And Ursa cannot dispel, dispel Hex with uh, his ultimate. So we can basically kill him from full to zero if we catch him with Hex, which happened. I, I, I remember one time, but I think it happened two or three times in the game. And after that, uh, instead of Milestorm, I didn't finish Mjolnir. It's not really a really good item for hard late game. So I went for Heart of the Rask because I knew that uh, I can get melted by TA and chains, chain locked with Abyssal Blade from Ursa and just killed. So I went for this one. As uh, neutral items, I had the leveler with me, and then as a tier 5 item, mirror shield. So I was running around the map, of course, uh, Moonshard at one point, and Akanim's Blessing from, from the Roche. So almost full elite, elite Weaver at this point. And uh, with that Akanim, my goal in a teamfight was playing around, kill people in the backline, while being close enough to my mid laner so I can time-lapse uh, him back. So I can time-lapse uh, Lina. At one, in one team fight, I time-lapse her two times and we managed to win the fight because of that, because uh, enemies throw all the resources to kill Lina, but she was time-lapsed. So it was basically waste from the enemies. And uh, the time when Lina died in the middle, it was uh, my mistake. The first thing she overextended with uh, with uh, Aegis, I think, and uh, that was one thing. And second thing, I didn't use time lapse on her because at that point, 
she died really fast and I didn't expect that. So that's one thing. If I expected it, I could just time lapse her and uh, it, would be, it would be okay. But we managed to win the game. And uh, I think the Hex was one of the best choices in this game. Because it uh, saved... What say, saved isn't, uh, isn't the right word. It secured a lot of kills, a lot of important kills on PA and uh, Ursa. Or I could just kill Dazzle in the Hex. So, good thing. And uh, we managed to win the game in 1 hour 14 minutes 23 seconds. And that was the end of the night. And we are at the, at the end of this episode. So, thanks for listening and see you <laughs> some other time. And 